Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. Why, hello, 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 Internet. It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's time here on Ready Check Radio for Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up. I'm your host, Mike Byrne, a.k.a. Magic Man, and this is episode 71. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, iTunes, or any of the other platforms, head on over to that site right there, readycheckradio.com. Check out all the archived episodes of this and The Relic Grind, our Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix show and all the socials in the upper right-hand corner. We appreciate you stopping by. We appreciate your support. Give it a like, give it a follow, give it a subscribe, whatever it is on that platform, and throw a comment in there. Let us know you're there. It's easy, it's fast, it's cheap, and it shows support. We appreciate it. We're like two Twitch followers away from 600. So help us close that gap there. I I think it's two. Something like that. Twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. I don't know. Like two away. So go ahead, get over there, click like. We've got a lot of stuff to cover today. We had the uh, D23 Disney Marvel uh, reveal yesterday. Then we had the Ubisoft Forward presentation today. Obviously, Assassin's Creed probably going to be a big one there. It was leaked ahead of time. So, yeah, we knew it was going to be a big one there. Joining me to talk over all of it, Mr. Troy Blackburn, a.k.a. Noob Fridge. What's up, sir? Tennessee over Pittsburgh, 27-20, fourth quarter. Let's go, Vols. Come on, baby. Also on the line, resident artist of Ready Check Radio, Yod. What's up, That's sir? That's what kind of sports game you're talking about over there? Good <laughs> sports ball? <laughs> you talking about sports ball? Come on, we, we got video games here. Unless it's a sports video game, we're not talking about it here. <laughs> I'm sure Pitt will No, because uh, football video games are terrible. <laughs> hey, we're going to get a college one finally again. We're going to get a college yeah, one finally. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure Pitt will pull it together. Don't worry about it, Troy. Don't worry about it, Troy. Yes. So gaming presentations, there were a couple this week. First up, we had the Disney Marvel D23 thing. Now, we're going to keep this on the video game side of things. But before we get started with the video games, obviously a ton of Disney and Marvel news and some Pixar news and all kinds of things on the movie front. Hocus Pocus 2 I suppose that means that Kiggles, Shafnet, and I probably have to do a show together at some time, <laughs> at some point again, uh, so that picture can be re-upped, that famous picture. <laughs> but yeah, anything, uh, Troy, as a big Marvel guy, stop watching the game and tell me, what did you think on like the movies, TV shows front? I'll give you a couple minutes to, to give your thoughts there, and then we'll cover the game stuff. Thunderbolts is all I need to say. Thunderbolts <laughs> is finally happening, baby. It's going to have freaking Sebastian Stan in it too, uh, which is not somebody that I that I thought was going to be in the series, but that's going to be fantastic. Uh, that was my big takeaway was just as soon as they show Thunderbolts, I was like, yeah, it, it's, it's go time. Uh, we've had a couple of what I would consider B-tier uh, Marvel shows on Disney Plus here lately. Uh, She-Hulk is okay. Uh, Miss Marvel was better in the second half than it was in the first half for sure. Um, but looking forward to Daredevil coming back to Disney Plus as well as Thunderbolts. Uh, 
looks like it's going to be fantastic. It looks like it's going to be a nice A-tier show to really kind of bolster the quality of what they're putting out as far as their shows are concerned. What do you think, Yad? Anything you're interested in? See, I, I am really, actually, really enjoying She-Hulk. The CGI weirdness besides the point. Yeah. Uh, since it, it actually really, really speaks to the comic. And, you know, back in the day, it was my brother's favorite character. But, uh, um, yeah, the, the Thunderbolts thing is interesting. I'm hyped up for some Arbor Wars. That, that looks like fun. Because I, I did read that as a kid when that came out. So I'm wondering how how that uh, how it uh, translates over um obviously the other you know big things that they showed were fun um you know the 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 other captain america movie coming out with uh sam wilson in it eventually um but yeah most mostly all of it, it looks really good and the uh the uh lucasfilm stuff with andor and mandalorian season three obviously and uh, Tales trailer, of the Jedi looks fun. New trailer out there, yeah. Tales I was gonna say if we don't if we don't say the word Andor, we're probably gonna get raked over yeah. the coals. Oh, yeah. on the right, right. Andor, Andor, Andor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait. And then, the, like, like I said, the Pixar side of things. We had like Inside Out two announced. Uh, they have a a new film called Elio or Elio coming out. Yeah. A, a series, Win or Lose, coming to Disney Plus. A new movie called Elemental coming out in 2023. So a lot on the Pixar front, and then oh, yeah. obviously that just the tip of the iceberg. Because then you look at the Disney side of things, right? Little Mermaid, right. Mufasa, The Lion King, Hocus Pocus, to uh, Snow White logo was shown. Disenchanted, Peter Pan and Wendy, a new National Treasure movie. Jeez, that came out of nowhere. TV series. Can't, no, no, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Series, series. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. No, no, there's, there's both. Both is coming out. So what it is is the, the TV series will be a younger cast and will not have Nicolas Cage in it. The movies that they're planning will still have right. Nicolas Cage in that cast. Uh, and then Simpsons. Is it going to be a younger version of Nicolas Cage? Is this guy no, going to act I, like Nicolas Cage? <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> that would but be no, a show into itself. cast. Okay. Simpsons season 33 uh, headed the Disney Plus as well. So, yeah, I mean, lots on the entertainment side, but specifically here for gaming gumbo, let's take yes. a look at the gaming side of things. So, let's kind of break this up. We'll go into like newly announced things, things that maybe we didn't know or we knew a little bit about or whatever. We've got Disney Illusion Island. Uh, this right. is with Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy on a quest to explore the mysterious islands of Monoth and recover three mystical books. This is going to be a Nintendo Switch game in 2023, and you can already wish list it on the, the uh, Nintendo eShop. I saw this and I was like, cool, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I liked the, the art style of it. Yeah, sort of oh, the, yeah, the almost cute. throwback characters to it. Yeah. Like it was super cute, but yeah, it's a Switch game, so I'll never play it. Uh, go I, ahead, go ahead, Yod. But but you can kind of sort of not really play it on that uh, Steam Deck of yours. <laughs> kind of sort of maybe not really maybe. Yeah, that but, would that would again, that would yeah. entail me buying it, and uh, <laughs> that would that would. Uh, I'm gonna say that that's a negative. So Tron yeah. Identity uh, was is a visual novel adventure coming up on consoles in 2023. Uh, it's a puzzle mystery game. The biggie. I mean, perhaps the announcement of announcements, though, Troy. As a fellow '90s child, right? <laughs> yeah, Gargoyles Remastered 
is coming to modern consoles and PC with updated visuals and controls brought to you by uh, Empty Clip Studios. The, if you don't remember this 90s platformer game, I'm sorry you missed a good one. Loved the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, the cartoon was awesome. Loved cartoon, the scream yeah. in game. Anytime you knocked people or knocked <laughs> characters off of stuff, yes, it was. Uh, I love that they mentioned the scream. They did. <laughs> in the presentation. That's how iconic the scream was. I mean, they could have ended the show there, right there for me, Troy. I, this is a day one purchase. A day one purchase. Dude, that, that is a classic game that doesn't get talked about nearly as much as it should have. Yeah. Um, along with like the the Lion King platformer, I think doesn't always get the the kind of love that it deserves either. But yeah, a great throwback uh, game from uh, childhood. Looking forward to the remaster of that. I really enjoyed the remaster of Ducktales. So I hope something like Gargoyles. I hope they do a good job That's with, a good with point. that as well. Yeah, the DuckTales remaster was fantastic. And yes, then, it was. It yeah. was really good. And then obviously not Disney, but the the slew of TMNT stuff we've been getting, including yeah. Shredder's uh, Revenge there. I mean, mm -hmm. that was just fantastic as well. So hopefully, like they're picking the right ones, right? Like you mentioned the Lion King. They did the Lion King. They did uh, Aladdin. And I think there was one other. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Uh, but th they're picking the right ones. They have such an yeah. extensive library. Um, like, I can't imagine Gargoyle sold all that many back in the day. But at least they or seem to recognize, Yod, that there is a nostalgia factor. Yeah, I, I think that one. was it. That it, it was kind of like an, an underground title where people kind of bought it, but they didn't want to... Other people didn't want to make the initial purchase, so you just kind of lent it to your friends type yeah. of deal. So, yeah. Yeah, day but now one. everything's digital, so you got by yourself. Day one, <laughs> day one, day one. Then, <laughs> then we got from Skydance uh, New Media. We, there was we knew that they were working on something that had been previously teased. Well, we, what we didn't know is what. So now we've got a little bit of flavor around what's going on here. Not a ton of details, but a little bit of flavor. Uh, they're teaming up Marvel Entertainment to create in the Marvel Universe. A, a game with uh, Captain America and uh, Black Panther, King of Wakanda. Well, I, technically, I mean, you got to go back a couple generations. This is going to be a, you know, great uh, grandfather of the current King of Wakanda. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're going back in the past. Right. Uh, and we're going to have a couple other characters that they're with us in like this World War II era setting. Uh, could be interesting could be interesting i mean the last time we saw these two characters together was marvel's avengers right so it's the, gotta, the premise it's got to be premise better than has that. my attention it sounds interesting like <laughs> it, it really does it really looks but we don't know anything about it like a, <laughs> like there wasn't really much information there to no, kind of judge a, like a real opinion like am i gonna buy this i don't know i'm not even sure what it is yet it does look interesting, though, and I I'm all for killing some Nazis, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is Captain America's M.O., right? That's right, sort of the, exactly. the original M.O. Yep. It, it is a little concerning, though. I mean, this is their first mm -hmm. big project from this this AAA game studio, and it might be a AAA game studio as far as funding and, and talent on board, but as far as released products, we don't know. Like, this could be a grab bag here. <laughs> So you're telling me you're not going to get the special edition with the giant statue for a couple hundred bucks? Then? I am not. <laughs> I am not telling you that I'm not getting that. <laughs> I will not. I just don't care about Marvel this much. But I did watching the, like, the tease they had. It's a, to say it's mm -hmm. a trailer is 
being generous. No, yeah, no, uh, was not to a watch the tease that they had, I was like, you know what? I might even check this out. I might be even. I might even be interested in this, even though I'm not a huge Marvel guy. Right. Uh, World of Heroes. Now this is from Niantic, so Pokemon mm-hmm. Go fame, right? And Marvel Entertainment. World of Heroes will allow you to create your own superhero. Troy, right up your alley. You have been screaming, why don't Marvel games let me do this? Why don't (laughs) Marvel games let me do this? Uh, Now you will get to and team up with your favorite Marvel characters. However, the disclaimer, it is an AR mobile game, and it will launch next year in 2023. You can pre-register now. So, Troy, the feature you wanted... (laughs) <laughs> Not in the game you wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, they picked the wrong game to uh, let you make your own hero. I mean, I'll probably download it and uh, you know dick around with it a little bit. But it's Marvel Go. What? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a Pokemon Go clone, so I might peter around with it a little bit. But I don't know that that's going to be anything that really holds my attention over a long period of time. Oh look! Unless I... my wife gets into it too, because she was really into Pokemon Go. Oh, look, I caught myself a Doctor Strange. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yod, but is, you come is in, you the Sorcerer come, Supreme. Right. Doctor Strange. <laughs> you coming in on this one, or you just don't care? Nah, no, yeah. I'm going to leave that one alone. Uh, then we got titles coming this year. Return to Monkey Island, we've already talked about on this show before. That comes out in basically like a little over a week. Marvel Snap, which we have not talked about on this show, but we have talked about before over on MMOBomb.com covering free-to-play and uh, and multiplayer games over there. This is a card game for mobile and PC, a collectible card game, a digital one, by uh, Ben Brody. And if you don't remember, that's the former director of Hearthstone. Now, this has been in, uh, like, kind of beta testing in various parts of the world for a while now. Uh, Not here, at least as far as I could get access to it. But it's made to be picked up real quick, played on the fly real quick, hence snap. That's a mechanic in the game is snapping your opponent. But also, they say it's a reference to how fast the games are. Customizable as far as building the deck, and then even customizing like which cards you, uh, which art will be on those cards, showing some like eight-bit pixelated art of some Marvel heroes. I've actually been looking forward to getting my hands on this. I know Ben, uh, at least from you know my own, my own, uh, my own interpretation of some things in the past, was kind of a, a disappointed with where Hearthstone went. Uh, maybe that's wrong. Maybe it's just the impression that I get. Uh, and so I do like seeing him out doing something. It's with an IP that I generally don't care about. I'm not invested <laughs> in the IP, but I do like, unlike Troy, digital card games and real-life card games. So I'm going to give this one a shot. I'm going to play it on PC, of course, but then having the the cross-play, cross-progression stuff, that's going to be awesome too. That always helps. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, the, the first I, I saw it for the first time on D23 and it did the first thing to cross my mind was oh it's a Hearthstone clone <laughs> yeah I'm, well I mean he was the former director so I'm sure yeah. there's elements so, I'm sure you know, there's, there's Hearthstone elements. there's Pokemon Go it just seems like a lot of stuff they were announcing were just felt I, like skins to other games I love me. the art though like even as not a huge yes. Marvel fan Troy I love the art in the game so far 
Yeah, and they and showed the some of the uh, like too. the pixel options too looked really cool. Mm. Like they showed like a pixelated Star Lord and stuff at one point. Like it it lo- I mean, it looks good, but it's a it's a card <laughs> game. All right, well let's wake you up, and I'm just gonna let you go. Marvel's Midnight Suns new release date December second. So it is still coming out in 2022 after the delay, and I'm just going to turn it over to you, Troy, because this one's all you. Which, ironically enough, includes cards. Yeah, it does. <laughs> sort of your yeah, the the, character the, you can create. Yeah, but you do you do have your own customizable hunter character, and you're off battling demons with uh, some of the supernatural heroes and some of the heroes who have been bolstered with uh, like Iron Man with like supernatural proof armor and stuff like that but uh this is a day one purchase for me it's from firaxis games uh xcom fame um it's not an xcom clone it's gonna have some similarities as far as the top down tactical aspects of it but everything they've shown so far looks like it's going to be top notch you've got these cards that you choose to activate what moves you're going to do what abilities you're going to use which characters activate and it's it's an interesting take on the sort of the XCOM sort of heart and soul with and branching out and doing something different with it gameplay wise Plus, it's freaking Marvel. It's Midnight Suns. It's Doctor Strange. It's Scarlet. You were Witch, really disappointed Spider-Man. when this got delayed. <laughs> yes, I was very disappointed when this got delayed. But happily enough, December second, December second is going to be coming. So uh, just in time for the holidays, I can spend my holiday time uh, playing this, maybe on my Steam Deck. There you go. There you go. Uh, I do like, again, this is another one where I like the style of gameplay. I'm a huge XCOM fan. I'm a huge tactics fan. Like, I love all that stuff. I'm just not invested in the IP. But because it's the style of game uh, that I like, I probably am going to take this one for for a test drive. I don't know if I'm day one because it is going to have, like, you know, that that high end higher-end price tag. Uh, and I'm like, nah, I don't like Marvel <laughs> enough to pay that. But... <laughs> Catch it on a sale. That's probably going to be more me. What about you, Yad? Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not completely sold on it quite yet either. Um, there seems to be a set of short videos that would provide backstory that might hook yeah. me in, which I'll, I'll be sure to check those out. Apparently, starting on October 31st. Um, I'm hoping that we get the Game Pass version. Uh, if that happens, then you know I, I would definitely be checking it out. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm keeping an eye on it. Disney's Dreamlight Valley. You want something a little more casual, single player ish, helping uh, people around the Disney Kingdom. You can actually get into the early access on this now. I think it's like thirty bucks to do it though. Um, it's going to be free to play when it actually it still- launches. So yeah, is it still uh, early access? Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Uh, it's going to, uh, they're going to, they unveiled their like new realms that they're going to add. Uh, so, uh, Toy Story is the big one. And, th- and that was kind of spoiled ahead of the show as well. Uh, yeah. Epic Game Store, Disney, Dreamlight, I believe is when I was playing Rocket League earlier today that I saw it there as, yeah, it's tw- early access, twenty nine ninety nine. I can actually, ac- actually install it on Game Pass right now. Correct, but it's still early access was the point. Yes. Yeah, if ah, you have Game Pass, free. that's different. That's Okay. The game okay. itself will be free to play on all platforms when it actually launches out of early access. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Uh, I know Jason Winter was actually checking this one out as like just a nice <laughs> little like time killer and stuff. Definitely not me, but if you like those like it's not it's not really Sims, but Sim-ish type games yeah. where you're walking around helping di- classic Disney characters do things in the park, uh, meeting what little was that, objectives. Stardew Valley, where you kind of. Uh, yeah, you thought you saw Jason playing. Yeah, he de- he definitely was playing it. Yeah, uh, Disney Mirrorverse. Uh, that's going to be um, app uh, an app on uh, Android and iPhone. Uh, so a little mobile game there, unlocking guardians and stuff like that. It Disney- actually looked really cool because the bad guys are the good guys. Yeah, that's the only thing that I liked <laughs> about it. And I was like, mobile. Okay, cool. Never, yeah, never mind. There was so much mobile. There was so, so much. So mobile. much mobile. You got a phone though, right? It's fine. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> you got some phones. Uh, They'll new, never live that down. New ever. characters shown for uh, Disney Speedstorm, aka Disney's Mario Kart. Uh, <laughs> so we we saw characters Sully and Mike uh, Wazowski, Celia May, and Randall from Monsters, uh, Monsters Inc. And then a new track from there too called The Factory. That's going to be launching pretty soon on just about every platform uh, as well. Marvel Strike Force, that app has been like known about for a while. Hulk is coming uh, on September 13th. In Red three Hulk days. is coming. Red oh, Hulk. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Red, Red Hulk. Hulk. Red Hulk. Red Hulk. My bad. Uh, Lego Star Wars Skywar- Skywalker Saga getting some new stuff too. So a bunch of updates. And then we got a sneak peek. And <laughs> I was getting messages. People were like, oh, my God. Avatar Reckoning MMORPG Shooter. That's that's really cool. And then I was like, uh, yeah, <clears throat> not really <laughs> mobile. Was it though? Mobile. Yeah. Uh, and Aliens: Dark Descent. That one. I am excited that about that. <laughs> yes. I have been interested in that since I forget who it was, but they said we haven't had a good Aliens game in this vein since Alien: Isolation, and that that is the model we're following. And I yes. was like, yes, you got my money. You got my mm-hmm. money. Although this, remember, this is like tactical based. You you control a squad, but it's you controlling that squad. So don't expect right. like first person shooting, uh, like like Alien Isolation. But that type of environment, um, and feel, again, Troy, this is kind of like right up our alley. It's not tactics based in like tile movement, but mm-hmm. it is tactics based in like forming a strategy with you and your AI companions, kind of like a, almost a Baldur's Gate in the Aliens franchise-ish. Yeah, you're very, very RTS. You get, you're going to have your macro commands, and then you're going to have to probably do some micro in there as well with your squad controlling who's shooting which direction. Uh, definitely, like you said, right up, uh, right up my alley, right up your alley. Uh, Aliens, a good game in the Aliens universe is much needed. Uh, looking forward to this one. Yod just wants to see the environment. I, I I think it looks really cool, and from the from the looks that they gave, it's felt like Alien Isolation is like the first Alien movie, and this one feels more like Aliens. Oh, look at what I see! What you did there? Yeah, see, yeah. see. Yeah, that's called an analogy, Which... friends. <laughs> Um, then today we had Ubisoft's Forward 2022 presentation, aka the Assassin's Creed Showcase. Um, and that was <laughs> not wrong. That's not a lie. <laughs> to be fair, their show was about like an hour and twenty minutes ish. Like it was, it was a lengthy show, and that was after like twenty five minutes of pre show, 
where mm-hmm. they showed a lot of like indie. I was going because the VOD's over like two hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a long video if you want to go watch it if you missed it live. The pre-show was all right. It was, you know, they're just like trailer after trailer for some indie stuff. Some of those things look cool. If you like Castlevania and, and the Belmonts, then maybe there's something in there you should go check out. Kind of neat. Um, but then when we, we're going to talk about the show proper. They kicked it off by saying, hey, Assassin's Creed's going to be last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, way to set the tone. They were like, don't <laughs> stick around, kids, is basically what they did. <laughs> They did, uh, as far as games, they kicked it off with Mario and Rabbids. Sparks of Hope was first. Uh, I'm still looking forward to this. I know uh, Zista is as well. That's on October 20th. And then, while they were giving, like, new gameplay footage, talking about, like, Bowser weapons and his bazooka and stuff like that, (laughs) uh, they also talked about, like, the DLC afterwards, that they're planning three currently, and... Rayman will be joining them as a playable hero, which I think is kind of neat. I mean, if you're using the Rabbids, let's let's get Rayman in there somewhere. You don't need him. I he's, am, he's not a selling I am at all. all about Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. I love the first one. And Ubisoft, I guess, needs some of my money this year because we're going to talk about where they're getting most of their money right now in a minute. <laughs> But uh, so I'm going to give them a couple of bucks on this one. I'm going to give them a couple of bucks. Now, again, Troy, I know you don't play on Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't have a Switch. So let's just talk about the game. If it was on PC, for example, what would you be thinking? <laughs> oh, I would have. If it was on PC. I... Oh, you roboted. You're roboting on me. Yeah. Twitch is uh There you go. You robot it on us. Over here. Go okay. ahead. Uh, yeah, if this was a PC game, I would be all about it. I, I was super stoked when I first uh, saw the first Mario Rabbids announcement. I was like, man, that was like something I would play. And I would absolutely play this one too if it wasn't for the Switch. The game looks fun. Uh, I've heard good things about the first one, so this one would be something I would play if I owned a Switch. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, good old Mario on it, so... <laughs> Yep, so Switch it's a one-console baby. One-console baby. Yep. Yeah, I know you like the art, though. It's cute. It's funny. It's cute. Yeah, I've always been a fan of the cute Nintendo art and stuff like that. But, yeah, Skull- I don't play on a Switch. Skull and Bones was second, <laughs> which was really surprising to me. I was like, ooh. You got demoted to like basically opening the show, but not even <laughs> opening the show. <laughs> like they wanted to get it out of the way. Yeah, so people remembered it was there. I honestly felt like with how much they spent focusing on Skull and Bones and what they talked about in Skull and Bones, I was like, I feel like the only reason it was in this show was because it would be glaringly bad uh, optics-wise if it wasn't in the show at all. But like it, to me, they brought nothing, right? We know the release, November 8th. It's right around the corner. They keep showing new trailers, and we keep covering them on MMO Bomb, like doing character customization stuff. We're talking about battle and things like that. And, like, great. And I got to admit that, like, the videos that they keep doing do at least make it look better and better, whether or not you're actually going to buy it because of that, I don't know. But... To me, like, they they didn't do anything new here. They didn't make any announcements. They talked a little bit about different types of ammo, but they've kind of already touched on that stuff. 
Like, you could just sink a ship if you want to, or you could use a different type of ammo and, and use different strategies and then take over the ship. And that kind of goes on defense, too. Like, they, they just kind of reiterated and maybe mildly expanded on some things they've already talked about before. They did show off a bit more ship customization, which I thought was really cool and something that they, they need to do. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, and I guess, like, the biggest thing was, like, they were like, hey, it'll support cross-platform uh, multiplayer right from launch. And and I, I have a feeling it's going to need to. Like, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just have a feeling it's going to need to. Uh, the, yeah. The more they show of this, the more – or let me rephrase this because they're not really showing a lot more of this. Less they show of it. The, the more times they show this <laughs> without really showing more, without really deep diving into, like – deeper gameplay loops and what's out yeah. there to be done and the the more i feel like there's just it's it's not very deep uh the water is not deep in skull and bones and it, it could be just a sinking ship that i don't know that i want to climb aboard yeah really they, they were like hey there's smuggling lines but you're not going to be able to see those until you've gained some infamy and i'm like okay and then they they spent like almost like a third of the time talking about their what was it yod like their they're, they're like testing community oh, yes. program they're, they're thing. A, it's insider program. To me, it felt like it was a commercial to try to drum up more interest for their insider program because they don't have enough people right now. Yeah, I'm just still they, not very hopeful for this no, one. No, it, it doesn't interest me at all because it's like, okay, so you need more infamy to do the things. How do, how do you get more infamy? Is right. there a storyline to follow? Is nope. there quests to do? No, no, no. You just have to have more infamy. It's like, all right, go maybe you should think about that before you release Go find it. something and sink it, buddy. Find something and sink it. I'm going to find yeah, Troy I've this so over fast. and over again. Like a, a sandbox, you can't just let a player go in a sandbox no. and, and not give them seeds of things that they could be doing to progress right. themselves. Well, they did the say that there were going to be things like that. They, they they said, don't think questing in like this long narrative while there is a narrative with characters. Stuff like that, that yeah, but yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. showing us stuff no, like that. No, they haven't shown yeah, you're Jack. Yeah, true. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they, they, they and we and we know why. Like some people that have worked on the game in the past, uh, of course, they were remaining anonymous. So who knows how valid these are? But they said like yeah. every system is just shallow. It's just super shallow. I mean, like, they they haven't even shown us how you get those seeds. We'll see. You plant them. You plant them. <laughs> you you plant them. Uh, Riders Apparently Republic. We're going to have to produce the seeds as well. Riders Republic uh, season four is coming September fourteenth. BMX finally, BMX biking finally coming to the game. That one's always. I, I actually really like Riders Republic. It is a fun game from like that night that I don't feel like getting involved in really anything, and I just like want to sit back and do. I really like Riders Republic. It's kind of like. I don't know. I, I I view it as like a hidden gem in the Ubisoft library that. There's plenty of players. You'll have a lot of fun. And if you like Forza and that style of gameplay, right, that open world, open the map and go pick something and go do it, that's Riders Republic except with snowmobiles and uh, jetpacks and gliders and bicycles and skateboards and stuff like that. Final Things that aren't cars. Right, all out outdoor <laughs> stuff, yeah. Uh, they're finally adding BMX, which I've always been stunned wasn't in the game to begin with. And right now, it is actually free to play on consoles for like, uh, I don't know, four or five days, depending on which console you're on, if you do want to check it out. 
So that's kind of neat. And then we got to like this huge division section. <laughs> like <laughs> it was just the division. Division two is getting season 10 in just a couple of days and season 11 later this year. And then they like, this was so weirdly worded. <laughs> like they were like, there is so much support and dedication. We want you to know that Ubisoft is dedicated to the success of Division 2. So yeah. much so that we are announcing the year five, Division Year 5. We've already started work on it. It was almost like, Troy, they were like, it's not closing. <laughs> like, <laughs> By the way, Trust please. us. It's not closing. <laughs> it was really uh, it weird. The, the amount of, like, awe and stuff that they put into the fact that they're still developing two years after launch. It's like, so? Well, it is six years old. Like, it is... I, I'd rather kind of see Division 3 at this point. Uh, but I've always liked the Division. I, uh, here's the problem, though. I liked the original Division. Mm. I liked the Division 2. Mm -hmm. Both of which I really liked six months after launch. <laughs> six just, months I'm just going to put that out there they were both really really good six months after launch mm -hmm. and then they had some like expansions and stuff like that and I really like but I never I can never stick with it like I like looter shooters and I'm okay with games as a live service if they're done well right. uh, and I always thought that the division was at least done moderately well there are some things I don't like about the way Ubisoft does it but for the most part I was okay with it but it, it just never, like, even with friends, the game just never stuck with me. Like, I would, it, it yeah. wasn't, it never became, like, the MMO, Troy. Like, I'm up, up what are you doing tonight? Playing yeah. Final Fantasy. It, it never did that. Destiny 2, Yod, has done that more to me than The Division has. <laughs> Showing off the, the shirt. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> But I do like it's it's weird. It's like I've never liked a game so much that I just don't play. Like, right? <laughs> how weird is that? I mean, the story's interesting. They they also at some point in time they released some kind of, I think it was live action tie in mini show type deal to might have been Division One. I I'm not sure of the timeline, which interested me. I would I would watch you know a weekly show about this storyline but the game itself was kind of eh, you know yeah, eh, yeah. Eh, eh, and it, it's kind of indicative of most of the things i've seen from ubisoft is it's a great idea the implementation implementation though is kind of shit <laughs> i want to go climb some more towers to oh. unlock some more map zones oh there's gonna be Going to be a ton of tower talk in just a few minutes here. Yes. <laughs> uh, then Tom Clancy's The Division Heartland. That's the right. free-to-play battle royale that they're doing right. in the Division universe. We got a new trailer and some. Uh... Is that the mobile one? No, no, no. That's next. Okay. That's the Division okay. Resurgence. <laughs> <laughs> this you can one... be forgiven for getting them confused. <laughs> Speaking of getting confused, wait a few more minutes, then you're really going to start getting confused. Yeah, I mean, we really got to start changing the names a little bit. The Division, uh, the Division 2, the bit. Division Heartland, the Division Resurgence. Like, 
I mean, these could be expansion packs. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Tom Clancy's The Division. Tom (laughs) Clancy's The Division 2. Tom Clancy's The Division Mm -hmm. Heartland. And, right. and then oh, I guess they did switch it up because the last one doesn't, it's just the division resurgence, but right. yeah, we're getting heartland, the battle Royale. We've, we've known about that for a while going to take place in the division universe, new characters and parts of the story in like a little Midwestern town, silver Creek that has like the dollar flu plague going on there too, as well. Uh, so like, there should be what? some story elements there for you. Division universe aficionados. Why wouldn't the you make this like some kind of expansion to Div- Division Two? Uh, well, I mean, I guess you already you already got like... the Dark Zone PVP in the Division. Yeah, but it's uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think if you like battle royales, Heartland is gonna. I think there's a there's an opportunity. Let's say, I think there's an opportunity for them to do something at least a little bit different enough in an IP that has a following how big that following the, is you know is yet and to, i think they have they have more control over the barrier to entry for the battle royale too yeah. it could be free to play if they want it to yeah. be yeah like okay okay i'll give you that so i think they could do some interesting things obviously we'll have a first look at everything on mmo bomb then the division resurgence that's the mobile one that's the mobile uh, that's one, the mobile one for. yeah you need a phone for that closed beta testing is up and uh, running in some areas. It'll be mass open later uh, in the fall here. And you're going to, like, get squat up and contest little areas. I don't fucking care. Uh, along with Rainbow Six Mobile, I just don't care about either of them. Also those need a phone for. Yeah. <laughs> Trackmania. Okay. So, full disclosure here, I have always wanted to get into Trackmania. Yeah, the Battle Royale is free to play. I already said that. Um... I've always wanted to try Trackmania. I've always, like, watched people do, like, incredible little tracks in incredible times, and I'm always like, that's a game I would probably get into. I'm going to go play Forza. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know what? I'd like to drive that fast. I'm going to go play Rocket League. Uh, So it's (laughs) always just been... I can't justify that. Well, Tori the Chicken... uh, usually in our chat sometimes came to uh, MMO bombs always online podcast uh, yesterday and was like, Mike, you got, if you've ever been thinking about doing track Mania, just track Mania 2020 is free to play, you know, just get on there and it, they don't do microtransactions. They do this like little season buying thing. Uh, and I'm like, all right, fine. So I downloaded it yesterday. I downloaded it yesterday and yeah, I'm addicted to it. Like I am just like that, huh? Yes, it is speed running at high speed. I mean, it is just if oh, hey. it's Troy. If you have you ever played a game where it's like a time trial, right? And they're like, hey, to get gold, you got to get thirteen seconds, and yeah. you keep coming in at thirteen one. Mm-hmm. And how long have you sat there to get that thirteen? Longer than I probably care to admit. Download Track Mania. <laughs> oh, oh! Download Track Mania. More time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's been on PC for 2020, and I think one of the reasons I since 2020, and and one of the th- reasons I think I never bought it or you know got it and then bought like their little season stuff is because this see always seemed like one that I would rather play in the living room on consoles with like the kids. 
where we're just passing the controller, you know, with Damina and I and the kid just passing the controller back and forth like my daughter and I do for Gran Turismo. But it's not on console. It's finally yeah. coming to console. <laughs> 2023, so sometime next year for the PS5, 4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. And if you want to watch somebody get angry at this, I should probably stream it. Um, because it was I'm sitting here me... watching uh, clip highlights of it right now. It's skimming through clip highlights of the game. me so angry. So <laughs> angry. That I love every minute of it. Every minute of it. <laughs> Troy, you got to play it. You got to play it, man. I'm like, I'm give that a try. It, you could do first or third person, Baron. Either or. It's it's up to you. You know, like kind of in when you're in Gran Turismo or Forza and you bounce the camera any way you want, you're, you can do that in Trackmania. There are certain little obstacles that sometimes force you into a first person view mode but that's just because it's not viewable in the third person view mode the camera wouldn't be able to keep keep uh visual on your car but for the most part uh yeah it's me with forehead veins must see tv it can get under my skin and i've played it for a grand total of two hours i think <laughs> and already i'm like <laughs> Just Dance 2023. Yeah, we'll be picking that up. We play that a lot around the house here, particularly my daughter. And then... I thought it should be a VR game rather than a regular game. What? Uh, Just Dance. I don't think I want anybody dancing around my house <laughs> with a helmet on. Uh, I mean, you do no. you hold your phone, so it's kind of like an augmented reality thing, right? Like, like that's, how, that's how it's tracking it. So. Okay. Don't mess with me, man. Five-star plat on single ladies. <laughs> and that's not even a lie. I have a five-star plat on single ladies. So now we get to the crux of the show. Yeah, then we get to, like, what they actually wanted to, to really show off. Because, like, the show as a whole wasn't bad. Like, we've definitely seen worse, and we've talked about worse on this show. They, I think they did a nice job. But uh, it very much seemed like we're not dropping a lot of information on any of this. We're just using Assassin's Creed to force you to watch these commercials. Uh, like, we're, we're holding Assassin's Creed over you to force you to realize we have other games. <laughs> yes. So we get into the Assassin's Creed portion of the show, and the worst-kept secret in gaming was that Assassin's Creed Mirage was coming uh, sometime in 2023, but damn, did they plug the pre-order fast. Yep. <laughs> they were like, releasing sometime in 2023, you can pre-order now and get all these bonuses. And I was like, mm. damn, you just said next year. Money, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, I mean, look, they've got to make some money this year, so <laughs> they don't have very many games going out. We're Why not sell about some pre-orders? Yeah. We're talking about money later. <laughs> uh, it looks beautiful, like obviously, and it's it, a it rendered movie trailer. It's not a bad game, but uh, we're going to be uh, controlling Basim again about 20 years or so before Valhalla. So we're going to see him kind of like rise from a thief to uh, a master assassin, and we're going to be playing in Baghdad, uh, which is a pretty interesting setting as well. I would imagine that an Assassin's Creed in a uh, desert like city uh we've never seen that before 
I don't know. I've fallen out of Assassin's Creed a long time ago, but we're going to talk <laughs> about something that may get me back uh, in a second. I, it looks interesting. I'm sure it'll be fun, but it's, you know, like, I could not get into... I love Assassin's Creed. The first, like, two, three, maybe even, like, four. Black Flag was four, right? I yeah. don't remember that anymore. Was, that was four, yeah, Troy? Black Flag was four. Yeah, Black Flag was four. Uh, they totally lost me with Valhalla because I just don't like Viking themes. So I was like, ah, well, I can skip this one. Uh, the game may be very good and everything. It just wasn't for me. Uh, this one does look like Assassin's Creed. You know, we'll see more gameplay and stuff. That's the one beef that I have with Assassin's Creed. It's like even watching Valhalla, it is the same game. Oh, yeah. They've changed the setting. It doesn't feel like there's any iteration on it. Uh, it just feels, hey, we've taken the new systems, the new hardware, and done the same thing with it. And, and I hope there's just a little variance in it. Like, I don't expect them to wildly change the formula. It's super successful. I get it. But I don't want to play the same one over and over and over again in a different skin. And that's just what I kind of felt like was happening for me with Assassin's Creed. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm a minority on that one. So you're saying it's the EA Sports of <laughs> action games. It is. <laughs> it absolutely is. It's the same freaking thing over and over again. For, yes, for how long were they trying to make it a yearly game, too? And they, they finally had to stop because they were releasing such buggy, crappy games. And uh, in, in having a hard time with female main characters, apparently. By the way, I have an important announcement to make. Uh, Tennessee over Pitt, 34-27. Final. <laughs> Thank you for playing. Are you going to kick them off now, Mike? Assassin's Creed Valhalla's <laughs> last chapter is coming out as well. So if you want some DLC for that. And then I'm going to skip the mobile. Yeah, yeah, it's getting a mobile. It's codenamed Jade, and it's getting a Netflix series. Oh, Imagine come that. on. It's yeah. getting a mobile. Yeah, and, and then a Netflix game, too. Yeah, because Netflix the, the gaming Netflix is doing so well right know. now. The Netflix connection is kind of interesting to me. Especially since Netflix keeps trying to break into games. So are yeah. they looking to purchase a company? And then, just when I thought I didn't care about Assassin's Creed anymore, and I was like, I'll watch somebody play Mirage, they went ahead and showed Assassin's Creed codename Red. And I was like, son of a bitch! <laughs> and I'm back in. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Uh, very early on this one, but Assassin's Creed Feudal Japan finally happening. Why hadn't this happened already? We're celebrating 15 years of Assassin's Creed. They put together like a 15-minute documentary on their YouTube channel about Assassin's Creed. Like, how has this not happened yet? It's not like we haven't been screaming for this. I want my Shinobi power fantasy. <laughs> Too obvious, that's why. What, what, like, Assassin's Creed's known for mystery? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they got they, me with this, wanna... Troy. Troy, are you an Assassin's Creed dude? No, I'm like you. The first uh, through Black Flag I played, I think I missed the second one. I think I played one and then the three and then Black Flag. And after Black Flag, they... You know, I'm actually into the Vikings and stuff, but there's nothing about the game anymore. Like it's the same old game every time. So there's no, they've never been anything to draw me in. I've I've tried to play. What was, what was it? Was it the fifth one that was the Native American? 
and I tried to play that, and it was so boring that I just I, I made it through like an hour and a half of that, and I was just like, I'm done with this. Oh, Takao's right. That's going to fill that Tenchu gap. That's right. That's right. You just want another Tenchu game. You don't actually want an Assassin's Creed. You're probably right. If I got a good <laughs> Tenchu game, I probably wouldn't care about Codename Red. Uh, See? Yeah, that's what it right. is. Right. Uh, and then Codename Hexe, which I have no idea where we're going here. This was like very Assassin's Creed Blair Witch. The, yeah, like, the that, little... that's exactly what the wife said. <laughs> like, I... That's what it looks like. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. It was like there were dogs barking. There was tr dying trees, uh, like a wooden Assassin's uh, Creed logo hanging in the tree. Yep. Like I don't know. They don't just know. you start you start talking occult and things like that. Sort of the, the sort of the things that this vibe gives off. Then you right. might have my attention again. Yeah, I mean speculation and Ninja Panda's already bringing it up in chat. You know, it seems maybe it could be Celtic. Uh, or or something along those lines. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I just me, like I feel like if you, go, if you go, gods. yeah, if you go Celtic, that seems like so similar to Vikings. And I understand right. there's a very different culture between those two. I, I'm not implying that they are the same, but from like an aesthetic time period, I don't right. know. I don't know. I I want to throw in. Um... Louisiana Bayou. Or do we have like, yeah, or Blair Witch or not Blair Witch, uh, Salem Witch Trials era, right. you know, like something like that. I don't know. They said that this is going to be a very different type of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. So maybe that's what I've been asking for right there, Troy. Assassin's Creed Cthulhu. Let's go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then Assassin's Creed uh, Infinity, which was originally kind of like leaked and people thought maybe this was going to be their online service, uh, live service game. It seems like from what they talked about, they didn't talk a lot, but this is going to be more the hub. They said like this, yeah. Assassin's Creed Infinity is not really a game per se. They're, they described it as, quote, the single entry point into the Assassin's Creed franchise into the future. A hub that will unite all of our experiences and our players together in meaningful ways. So there's two sentences that say nothing. And okay. then <laughs> and then they said that, oh, by the way, we are re-examining Assassin's Creed and what that would look like as a multiplayer game connected to the Infinity Hub. So kind well, of like now teasers. not only now not only does every publisher have to have their own launcher, but now every game has to have their own launcher. Yes. Right. Exactly. That's like a Tencent just bought a huge piece of the uh, Gimo Brothers holding company and increased their stake in Ubisoft. So there's the money. There's the money, baby. There's, <laughs> there's the, money. the money. Now they don't care how many rabbits they sell or not. Now they're See, like, okay, it, Skull and Bones can fail. Skull and it's Bones fine. can just tank. It's yep. no big deal. We've got we don't need Singapore anymore. Now. We don't need Singapore anymore. We'll just open one in Jade. Yeah, we're going to Yeah, China. we all we already mentioned codename Jade. That was the mobile yeah. one, yeah. Uh right? Yeah, Jade was the mobile one. Which would be a reason why they're making a mobile game set in China. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Cause most most people in the Asian countries use mobile devices for gaming. Is and Beyond well, Good and Evil Two still a thing? The website is <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. The website yeah. is. Oh wait, maybe it's not anymore. 
Oh, I, I don't so know. I haven't sure checked in a very long time. Ah, there it is. Yeah, it's, I just typed. Yeah. Oh, it's still there? still there? Yeah, it's still there. Let me see when the last <laughs> news update on this page was. <laughs> July 12th, 2020. Wow. What? Okay. We already talked about the Netflix thing, too, as well. Yes. If you're going to give notes on the show, Ninja, watch the show. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hey, Damn. Uh, normally this would be something that we would bring up on the Relic Grind. However, it is not Square Enix anymore. So in some, to kick off some miscellaneous news here, Crystal Dynamics has regained control of the Tomb Raider IP and the legacy of Kane franchises. They now have control of them from Square Enix. The Embracer deal finished. All the, the subsequent negotiations are done. Crystal Dynamics has both IPs. And as part of it, Embracer was able to snag all previous games. I was just going to say. So Square, yeah, Square doesn't uh, own any of the previous games either now. So... That makes a little more sense in why they were liquidating all that stock uh, when we talked about it last week on uh, the Relic Grind. So yeah, yeah. it's interesting, it's and, and also, $2. yeah, we've got a we've got a uh, developer now who has a vested interest, really, mm -hmm. in 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 these IPs and seeing them succeed going forward, and don't necessarily want to just put them on the back shelf and just let them sit there for a while. They they are going to want to move forward with these. Yacht, are you a Sims guy? Not so much. I used to be, like, real into Sims. I mean, yeah, back in the day when there was nothing much to do, you know, sure, fire up some Sims. and Dude, Demina, the Sims 1, the first Sims, I lost my life things. to that game, yeah. bro. Demina <laughs> loves the Sims still to this day. Uh, and I always, I, was, I had to be like, we're not buying Sims 4. <laughs> we, can't, we can't afford another mortgage. But, but it sounds like you could get to play together now. Yeah, so Maxis is seeking a multiplayer game designer. Now We don't know mm -hmm. if it's going to be for something Sims-related, uh, but this is kind of a move in a, a new direction for them with SimCity and Spore and Sims and stuff like that. They, they've messed with multiplayer functionality in some of those titles, but this is somebody specifically experienced in a in multiplayer game design so not just adding multiplayer as a component mm -hmm. but a full mm -hmm. multiplayer game I, we don't know what franchise it'll be in but that could be interesting could be and then it would, it would be nice if they actually make an actual multiplayer game uh instead of like they did <laughs> with the with the new sim city where they tried to say well you got to be online uh, there's no other way to play the game because of, uh, you know, this and that. And then come to find out, no, you remove one or two lines of code, then all of a sudden you can play it offline. That was that was such a debacle. I know that was a long oh, time yeah. ago now, but oh, I will yeah. never forget that. Oh, yeah. I did way back on my, my personal YouTube channel and still up. I used to do just periodically, you know, whenever I felt like it, I would put up a uh, sporadically, I guess, not periodically. Uh, I would put up a five minute review and it was, it could be like, there are Atari games that people asked me to do. So I, I did haunted house for the Atari. Uh, I think the very first one was the new Sim city when it came out and it is literally five minutes of me being unable to play it. Uh, and so I review it and end the video. <laughs> like We're done. So, yeah. Um, 
Oh, a few weeks ago, we talked about Sony getting sued in the EU over the store practices. Uh, yes. And I kind of um, misrepresented there uh, what was going on. It wasn't from the EU's governmental or legislative bodies. It was a private organization that calls themselves like a consumer advocacy group going after the company. So I wanted to clear that up, that it was not the government uh, of, uh, of the UK going after them. Right. Um, so now that that's cleared, the people holding this suit actually did a Reddit ask me anything. Uh, and it, what happens when you go on Reddit? Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. They basically set themselves on fire. <laughs> so they went on Reddit to like were field questions about the case. And like, it was just awful, awful, awful. It is the worst thing to do ever when it's a live case, especially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they were asked obvious questions, right? Like, uh, how much did Neil and Woodsford, the the person and the firm backing this suit, how much do you guys stand to gain if this suit is successful? And they just they wouldn't answer that. Mm, you yeah. should have a number on a piece of paper with that. They just it, said, it you know, we would be entitled to our fees or uplifts, you know, but they didn't say how much that would be but anytime that they were asked about like how much damages you know troy if you were there if you were in the country and eligible for this mm -hmm. suit uh well you could expect between 67 and 562 pounds depending on what your particular class action claim would be there but they did not want to talk about how much they would be making because the answer is a lot yeah because the answer is this organization gets investment firm capital for these types of suits and they actually had that called out later by somebody on reddit cosmo 7 said your company that makes money off complaints starting a suit funded by a litigation venture capitalist firm trying to claim that an industry standard percentage what sony charges is unfair your backer also actively campaigns against class members getting the majority of suit returns this is a money-making venture for both you and your backer. Don't pretend that it's anything else. I can only assume you guys are hoping a win here will set precedent to go after the bigger boys like Apple and Google. A question we asked on this show and many asked on this Reddit, why aren't you going after Steam and mm -hmm. Microsoft? Because they're all doing 30% as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, by the way, they would not answer the question, how can you opt out? of this right. lawsuit because anybody who bought something from the PlayStation store from 19th of August, 2016 forward was automatically included as a claimant. And so people were asking how to opt out. So but you yeah. should, you should be able to opt out. It should be a simple 100%. thing. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And never mind that they're saying they're doing this for the consumer, but even if things change, like if, if these cuts are reduced or whatever they want out of this, Besides making money, obviously, let's say they wanted to get these cuts reduced. That, that's not that's not going to be passed down to us, the consumer. Yeah. The no. the publishers are going to take are going to you know spend less money to get their well, games put on these platforms, yeah. and we're going to still still see the same price games. Yep. Right. U.S. <laughs> Remember when we covered Axie Infinity's hack yard where they lost like six hundred twenty five yep. million dollars, and then they yep. looked like they were going to be able to recoup about a third of that through insurance uh, penalty or th payments and mm -hmm. stuff. Well, the U.S. authorities 
have managed to reclaim $30 million of that cryptocurrency that was stolen back in March. That's only a fraction, obviously. Uh, I mean, they know who stole it. They, they're, they're saying it's a North Korean-linked hacking unit known as the Lazarus Group. Uh, but they are able to start reclaiming some of this, and they are hopeful that they can get more of it back. Do you know why, Troy? Why's that, Mike? When you steal something that's really expensive, really, let's say, Troy, you pulled off a heist, mm-hmm. and you got away with the Mona Lisa. The only time the Mona Lisa has value to you is if you can do what? If I can sell it. If you have somebody to sell it to. <laughs> <laughs> That is a concern. Well, the, the problem with the whole stealing $625 million of cryptocurrency means that you need to be able to convert that into flat currency, something the thieves are apparently having a hard time doing right now. <laughs> and so they think, you know, we can recover some of this. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. Isn't the whole thing about cryptocurrency, though, that you're not supposed to be able to track it? No, no, no. You're supposed to be. It's, you, it's yeah, like, you're supposed to always be able yeah, to track it. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I thought it was the opposite. My mm-hmm, bad. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. It's not supposed uh, to be able to be stolen because it's supposed to be right. registered. And right, right, right. <laughs> the first yeah. ever North American game studio that unionized is shutting down. I should that say U.S. U.S. game yes. studio. Yeah, it sucks. Vodio shutting down. Their management recognized their union, and this has nothing to do with the union itself. They were in the process of negotiating contract with management, uh, but management ended the conversations because Vodio had said, hey, we we can't get funding uh, for our next project. So unable to secure funding, there was really no reason to continue negotiations because thieves couldn't pay the staff. It's unfortunate, like... Being a unionized uh, studio had nothing to do with any of this, uh, but you know some people it's are going to use that. Yeah, it's going to be spun that way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it had zero to do with it. They released their mm-hmm. game, and they couldn't get funding for their next project. It happens every single freaking day. Yeah. Uh, but because they were unionized, you know that'll be that'll be thrown about by Activision. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See what happens? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. See, because because we're comparable to this little studio. Right. <laughs> the last thing I want to leave you on. I don't know if anybody cares about this, but I find the whole Billy Mitchell situation to just be absolutely fascinating. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's the whole King of Kong guy. Arcade, multiple arcade mm. records, and right, right. He uh. <laughs> lost his records from Twin Galaxies when they alleged that, you know, he had cheated, and so they took his records away. And then Guinness did the same thing, and then Guinness, after a while, gave them back based on some, like, eyewitness and expert testimonials they said they had. But then there's been this lawsuit between Twin Galaxies, the scoring body, and Billy Mitchell for, like, ever. Like, and they tried to... um, respond with a like an anti-slap motion saying that he you know he was just using this lawsuit to defame them that got thrown out so billy mitchell was allowed to continue his court case against them why am i bringing this up 
I think it's fascinating. And one of the best things I've ever read in a legal filing is in this legal filing. In the latest edition, there is a response to special interrogatory number 24. After Twin Galaxies defamation statements of April 12th, 2018, one of responding parties, that is Billy Mitchell, doctors, Dr. Stanley Scopit, refused to see responding party after responding party appeared for an annual examination. When responding party arrived for his examination, the assistant, Dr. Scopit, informed Mitchell that Dr. Scopit would not see him. After responding party questioned the assistant as to why Dr. Scopit, who responding party had been seeing for 30 years, refused to see him, the assistant informed responding party that Dr. Scopit read the allegations from Twin Galaxies. (laughs) Mitchell suffered further emotional distress damages from the hatred directed at him on social media and in the traditional media. Responding party has also developed a hernia diagnosis and an atrial fibrillation, a fibrillation uh, due to Twin Galaxies' defamatory statements made on April 12th. So basically telling the judge, because of these allegations, my doctor stopped seeing me. Because of allegations that he cheated in a video game. A little sus. What kind of doctor gives a rat's ass? Right? Like, that can't be true, right? Kotaku actually reached out to the doctor, but they have not, surprisingly, stunningly, have not received a reply as of yet. This is kind of asinine. The whole situation just makes me, I I just giggle. I giggle. I I, I can see some of the issues that you can have from having something like that happen. But your doctor not treating you, a hernia, um, what was it? There was also some talk about potential shows didn't invite him because of it. And it's like, how do you prove that? Unless you go to a show and say, and ask, were you planning on inviting him? Yes or no? Did this change your mind? Yes or no? You're not going to know. And I mean, the the situation of how shows invite their guests change so drastically from, you know, month to month on what reasoning that it's just, no, it, wow. Bro, you cheated at video games. Move on well, well, with what, your whether life. Whether he did or not is, is go, one issue. If you want more on this, go watch Carl Jobst on yeah. YouTube. Has, has a number of videos on this. He's been following it for a while and, in fact, is also being sued, at least at one point was being sued by Billy Mitchell. I don't know the update on that. So, mm. But at one point, because of the videos he was doing, Billy Mitchell went after him, too. Like, he's he's very Sue happy. So let's not talk yeah. about, about him anymore. Game of the week. <laughs> this is the way we end every episode of Gaming Gumbo. Each of us is going to recommend a game to you. It could be a board game, card game, video game, mobile game, whatever. Something we're playing now, played in the past, haven't played yet, but think you should. And you let us know in the comments when you give us your thoughts about some of the topics we discussed today. Who gave the best game recommendation? I'm going to go first. Trackmania, baby. Like, I, what else can I say? Off to you, Noob Fridge. <laughs> uh, man, you got a bad for Trackmania. Other than recommending the game of the Tennessee Vols versus the Pit Panthers, I would recommend Quacks of Quedlinburg, a push-your-luck tabletop game. 
uh, where you're reaching in a bag and pulling out potion ingredients and putting them into your little pot in the middle to brew certain potions for a certain amount of points. But be careful because if you draw too many, you could draw ingredients that explode your potion and you have to start back from zero. Quacks of Quedlinburg, it's a lot of fun. It's not party game, but it's something that you and a group of people will sit around the table and you will laugh a lot when you're playing. Yod. Actually, go with Alien Dark Descent, even though we don't know that much about it, because it just looks really cool, and I want to see another really good Aliens game. Okay, man, that you can't you can't recommend <laughs> something that's impossible to play. That's not in the rules. Why not? That's not in the rules. <laughs> it's not not in the rules. I mean, that's gonna do it for us here. Uh, we were gonna introduce <laughs> we were gonna introduce a certain streamer who is back <laughs> to actually stream tonight, <laughs> but it they don't see. There. Yeah, they're they're not at their desk there. There's um Yeah. I don't see a video feed either. Torchwick is gonna stream after the show today. <laughs> I, at some point. <laughs> I would introduce Torchwick to you, but there's nobody at the camera over there. So uh yeah. We'll be back next Saturday, seven PM <laughs> Eastern. Don't miss Torchwick sometime after this show. And Dark Off <laughs> later tonight. Until then, Tro uh Yod, where can everybody find you? Sorry, just, that just totally threw me. All right. Yara works Try on Twitter. Yara host. works on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and right here at Gaming Gumbo. Troy. Uh, check me out every Wednesday or Thursday sometimes over on twitch.tv slash MMOBOM. Follow me on Twitter at NewFridge. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me right there. More importantly, follow at RZ Radio, R-A-I-D-E-O, and you'll get a tweet every time we go live with a podcast or a stream. Until next time, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. <laughs> <laughs>